Broadcasting fee and the opinions expressed during the show are not necessarily those of the staff, management, or ownership of WGCH Radio. Good morning. Welcome to Fashion Friday. I've got a great show for you today. It is award season. I'm very excited about this. Um, lots of things to talk about. Lots of looks on the runway that I feel like are inspirational looks. Um, things, you know, you can kind of look at, appreciate, and then take as inspiration for your own life. And by that, I mean, are, I mean, are we all wearing gowns? No, probably not. But we will then see eventually the trickle-down effect, and we'll see gowns that are cut into shorter versions or more wearable versions we'll see in stores in the upcoming months. So (coughs) that being said, as I cough, uh, that being said, I I wanted to highlight a couple of my favorites from the red carpet from the, what was it? The Golden Globes, right? Yeah. I was, sometimes I get confused. I actually, I fully admit I don't watch the show. I watch, I look it up the next day to see the winners Um, I really just watched the red carpet, and I also fully admit it's because the speeches. (laughs) I got a a few years ago, the speeches I felt like were getting too much for me. I just didn't want, you know, too long and too involved. And then, you know, obviously everybody gets political. And I just... They get a chance to to drink at this thing. Yes. I think this has something to do with it. Of course, uh, Tom Hanks... He even <laughs> admitted that his speech was hugely long because he was on um, cold Medi- medication. Uh, oh. So he hadn't been drinking. He was just uh, <coughs> cold medication, which was – he says tends to make him talkative. Okay. And he yeah. was very talkative and kind of rambly. And I, I heard a sound bite of that. Mm. <laughs> I did. Well, I – you know, it's just – it just gets to be too much. And then it starts to get too late and I'm tired, whatever. And to be honest, a lot of times I don't – I'm like, well, I don't even know who this person is. Sometimes I watch movies or shows based on awards given. Oh, that got an award, so now I'll watch it. So up until then, I don't know the actor or actress. Well, it made me go back to Fleabag, which wasn't I wasn't originally going to stick with. <laughs> I, I wasn't sure I liked her Same. approach of, of talking to the audience. Same. But then I says, okay, I'm going to get past that. <laughs> and once I got past that, I realized, oh, it's a nice blend of that and other funny stuff that happens. It's funny because I heard someone talking. So I watched uh, the first, I want to say, two episodes, maybe three episodes of the first season. And I was like, yeah, it felt the same. I don't really know if I like this. I don't think I like it. It <laughs> kind of was like, eh. And then I heard someone talking about it on TV and they said skip to the second season forget about the first season oh. they said that and they said it's much better I can't do that well that's what I said <laughs> I was like uh, I don't like picking up where I don't know what's going on so I might circle back to it as well I, I, I'm with you <coughs> so anyway to the red carpet There were a plethora of silhouettes and trends to choose from, things I really, really loved. Um, One of my favorites, I'm just going to go through some of my favorites, uh, Naomi Watts. She she wore Armani Privé. It was sort of a metallic, very sparkly uh, black dress. It was, I don't know if it was beads or sequins or what the fabric was, but it was very metallic-y. I thought she looked incredible. Sofia Vergara. 
also looked great. Now, she always wears that same silhouette. It's kind of strapless, sometimes a sweetheart neckline, very fitted bodice, and then long gown. She wears pretty much, you know, something very body conscious as she can, obviously. This one I thought was a nice, a little twist. It had, it was red. It was for uh, Dolce & Gabbana, Dolce & Gabbana, and it had like, almost like outline piping, almost it looked like. <coughs> so I thought that I liked it. It was similar to what she usually wears, but still a little different. Scarlett Johansson loved her. She was in Vera Wang, red. I thought she looked incredible. Long, deep plunging neckline. Uh, Billy Porter was also one of my favorites. He was wearing the white suit with the feather train. And then uh, he, he, when they talked to him, he said, All well, right, I'll you've s- lost me there. Okay, well, <laughs> well he's, you take off the train to sit down. I like him because I do like the show he's in called Pose. Ah. Um, so I like him uh, very much. So, and, and I appreciate what he was wearing. It's it white suit, and then obviously he's very flamboyant, and so he had a feather train. But then you take off the train, and it's just back to kind of a white suit, so he can wear that into, you know, to sit down, actually. Hmm. So, uh, and then Phoebe Waller-Bridge loved. She had a tweed suit on. It was Ralph and Russo. Tweed suit, but, like, really fantastic, really something um, kind of Chanel-inspired. I thought it was really pretty and something different. And then my other favorite was Zoe Kravitz. She had the black and white polka dot dress. It was Saint Laurent. I thought this was really pretty. Another another actress who I think is just absolutely gorgeous and stunning. Um, always gets it right on the red carpet. And then my last favorite was Charlize Theron. I thought she looked great. She was in a green. I liked hers too. A green. Actually, hers was different. And at first I was like, I don't know if I like it. Hmm. And then I saw p- more pictures of it and it looked different in the picture. It looked different on the computer than it did on television. Hmm. So when I saw more pictures of it and it from the back different sides, I thought, okay, I do like it. It's different. I do like it. It was that green one shoulder Dior. <coughs> now we were talking about Fleabag a little bit and I just realized uh, the woman who uh, wrote that, who got up and spoke every time she won an award, yeah, I liked what she was wearing too. It was kind yes. of a suit, sparkly suit thing. Yes, without yes. didn't appear that there was a a shirt underneath the jacket. It yes, didn't appear that it was. Yeah, uh, you're talking about like uh, Carrie Washington. Was it Carrie Washington? No. Yeah, did you see what she was wearing? Yeah, I think I don't that's, recall. That was Car- so she had on a black jacket. Mm. And it didn't close. It was open, and there was nothing underneath. Oh, yes, I did see. And then a black, yeah, black skirt looked like like a shiny satin skirt. Okay. With, there was, Mm -hmm. like, body jewelry. Yes. So my thoughts on that was I, she looked incredible because she had the body, but I personally didn't love it. Uh Uh-huh. I thought, well, that would look good on almost no one except her. So that was my thought. I didn't, I don't love the idea of no shirt. I don't know. I'm just kind of like, I don't know. Now, hmm. obviously, that jacket is probably taped in place. Oh, yeah. So it doesn't move. And, again, she had the body for it. It wasn't like, well, it didn't work on her. It did. But me as a stylist, would I dress someone in that? Obviously, I'm not dressing Kerry Washington. Uh, no. And, of course, I would never wear that. But that's my thoughts on that. It's something very specific hmm. and very interesting. Um, but she looked really great. And I really loved even her makeup and hair. It was just perfect it wasn't too much or too little what about what about goops founder oh gwyneth yeah gwyneth paltrow i i did see her what was she wearing now i forgot very um well 
a diaphanous thing that covered over w- very little other. Oh, Almost a yes, bikini-ish yes, 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 thing yes. underneath. Brown. It was like brownish. Yeah, yeah. Tan brown. See-through. Mm. Yeah. yeah, yeah, yeah. Uh, I didn't love that. Mm. <laughs> Did you like that? It was okay. I guess I was okay. I, I like, it seemed like a very tasteful way to show a lot of skin. Yes. I agree with you there. Yeah. I, I guess that's what I appreciated about yeah, it. Yeah. Yeah. That it was – right. It I was, guess that's a very guy-like reaction to it. No. <laughs> I would agree with you. It was a tasteful way to show a lot. But did I love that? No. And I was thinking about that. I'm like, imagine what that looked like on the hanger. It probably looked terrible on the hanger. <laughs> yeah. And then, you can't see what it is at all. Right. No. And then I thought they must have pulled that from the runway where it was on a model. And oh. they said, oh, that'll work. <coughs> that'll work on Gwyneth. Hmm. So – um, yeah, that was kind of my summary of, of award season, of the red carpet anyway. Um, there were a couple other good ones. J-Lo, oh, let's talk about her. I didn't love hers. The big, huge bow. Big, big bow in the front. Do you remember that? I've never seen a bow that really works well. Yeah. Although this one, in a, in a sense, I liked where the stylist was going. The bow was more a part of the design of the dress than other ones where the bow is just a bow. Right. Right. It didn't look like <clears throat> it was added. It it was definitely part of the dress. Yeah. 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 But I I agree with you. It was just too, because what do you look at? You look at the bow mm-hmm. and you should look at the woman, of course, and then the dress. <coughs> so right. I didn't love J-Lo's. Um, there was someone else who I also didn't love. Um, but anyway, these were my favorites that I highlighted and uh, I thought knocked it out of the park. Um, there was someone else that was very simple, and you know what? I didn't write it down, and I thought, oh, that's so simple, but looked really, really chic. I liked it a lot. Um, and I also noticed, uh, oh, Nicole Kidman. Was it Nicole Kidman? Yes, I think it was Nicole Kidman. I'm trying to think. Yes, yes, it was. And she was, I like when redheads wear red or when they wear pink. There's sometimes it does not work at all, mm. but when they get it right, it's really good. Mm. And that's what I felt. Yeah, there's some certain certain shades of pink and certain shades of red on redheads can go really, I, I think, can go really. It also depends on the color red hair they have. Mm. It can look really bad, like just <clears throat> awful. <clears throat> yeah, like it's competing or something. Yeah. yeah, and sometimes when they get it right, it looks fantastic. Like it's really, really works well. And I thought hers did. <clears throat> so, okay, having said that, I want to move on, actually, to something I started to talk about a couple weeks ago when I had my friend Simone on the show, and something I've been talking about on my blog, Wardrobe Envy. Um, in fact, we just posted a new post about this. So I want to uh, – it was posted, I think, yesterday. I want to get into something called sustainable fashion. So I feel like it's – I need to talk more about it because a lot of people ask me about it. A lot of people have never heard about it. Some people have and are not sure. So I thought I'd kind of share a little bit of information and sort of how to decipher what it is and how to kind of do your part. That's I'm, I'm breaking it down to really simple steps. And again, you can find more of this on my blog. It's wardrobeenvy.com, wardrobe-envy.com. Um, and the latest post, if you click on the latest post, you can also find me on Instagram and you can get to my blog post that way as well. It's The link is in my bio. Um, and I talk a little bit about this as well. So, so let's start off with what is it? I mean, basically, in short, it's... It's the movement or process of fostering change to fashion products and the fashion system. 
If I, so that's kind of a shortened um, and basically another phrase for it, if you could think of it as like eco fashion, that's what sustainable fashion is. So um, it's not just the fabric that something is made out of. It's going back further. Where is it made? How is it made? The company? How is it? Where is it manufactured? What is it? What it, what it where is the place and what does that look like? It really gets deep into it. So um, that's basically what it is. And. How do you decipher? How do you do your part? Um, I have a couple of steps. I'll, I'll start with the first one. It's researching a brand. That's where you, how you can find out, well, gee, what am, I, what am I buying? Am I buying something that is a brand that's sustainable? You can research a brand. Now, you can do this how, how little or how much you want. Everything is online, is available online. Or if it's somewhere you shop frequently, you can always just ask. Um, you know, I don't know if salespeople in a store would know, but maybe management or somebody might know um, if they know enough about their brands, especially if it's like a smaller boutique, they will probably know um, certain brand brands that are all about sustainability are very happy to talk about it and, and you know, kind of uh, advertise that. So that's another way to kind of, and you can look it up. You can easily look up. You can just Google search something like, you know, sustainable fashion and lots of stuff come, or what brands are sustainable. Um, and I, the later on the show, I'm going to give a couple of brands that I know for sure that I shop that are sustainable. So that's one way you can kind of um, research a brand. <clears throat> another way is to try and buy organic cotton. So if you're buying organic cotton, that's yet another way. We're basically trying to lessen the footprint, you know, that we leave. So the carbon footprint. (coughs) So that's another way. Um, And I think as we move along, I I think this is this is already a sort of a something that's talked about in the fashion industry, but I feel like it's picking up momentum. So hopefully it is. So we can kind of move forward doing stuff like this. Um, Another thing is to wash less often and avoid the tumble dryer. So, you know, think about that. It depends on what the garment is, of course. We're not talking about sweaty gym clothes. But, um, for example, my leather pants. I have have suede pants. I have leather pants. So... um, I, first of all, to, you can't wash them. You have to send them out. So I try to do that a lot less, even with some of my jeans, my jackets, things like that. Wash a little bit less. Maybe get one more wear out of it if you can, unless, you know, if it's not soiled, um, and, and avoid the tumble dryer. That, which, by the way, I do most of the time, other than, like, my towels and bathroom stuff. Uh, my clothes I rarely dry anyway, kind of, because I don't like it to shrink. <laughs> Um, so that's another way. Shop vintage. That's a great way. Um, I'm like, oh, I already do that. I've been doing that for years. Shop vintage. Shop secondhand. These are also ways to kind of just sort of give back and kind of complete that circle. It's a way of kind of moving stuff around. Uh, donate. This is one that's high on my list as well. So I like to here's, – here's what I do. My, this is my little system clean out my closet every couple of months. I don't have a set time, just kind of when I feel like, uh, I I need to go through. And I clean it out. I usually end up with at least three or four bags of clothing. And uh, within those bags, I kind of divvy up what's to donate and what's to be sold. So now I've got stuff being sold, and I've got stuff that's getting donated. I hardly ever throw anything out unless it's so bad, which... My clothing, I take very good care of. You know, it's got to be something that's really old and just worn through. Unlikely. Maybe, again, like gym clothes or something that I've worn a lot. 
Um, so donate almost everything and then sell a portion of my things, things that really I maybe I wore once or twice, things I maybe wore for a photo shoot or an event and then I didn't love it or whatever for <clears throat> whatever reason I, I don't love it. I want to get rid of it. I will then sell that. So that's kind of going back into the circle of things. And then usually when I buy something, if I know uh, this happened recently, there was a red blazer I really wanted. Well, I went home and I looked in my closet and I have three red blazers. <laughs> They're all different, by the way. I mean, one is wool. One is clearly summery, like a crepey, crepey. One kind of is asymmetrical, you know. So, uh, well, they're all different. However, I do have three. So I did not buy the red blazer, and I put two of them up for sale. So because I realized I don't really – the wool one I do wear. That's my winter red blazer. And the other two I don't wear. I think I maybe wore it once or twice. Mm-hmm. So when those sell, I'll get the red. In the meantime, the red will probably go on sale. So it's, you know, it's a oh. win-win, yeah. All right, I'm going to take a quick break, and we come back. I'm going to talk more about how to do your part with uh, being sustainable, working that into your wardrobe and, and sustainable fashion kind of wardrobe goals. Stay with us on 1490 WGCH. Fashion Friday with Tina is brought to you by AdCorp Media Group, a full-service local advertising agency that offers a range of marketing, web, social media, and design services for local business owners. At AdCorp, they take your business personally because they know that you do. By learning everything there is to know about how to run your business, the value of your products and services, and who your target is, they'll create a personalized business plan to communicate your message to your audience. They offer logo and branding development, digital and web design, social media management, and more. Are you ready to grow your business? Call AdCorp Media Group now at 1-877-323-2677 or visit them at adcorpmg.com. AdCorp Media Group. They'll take your business personally, as personally as you do. Welcome back to Fashion Friday. All right, we're talking sustainable fashion and what it is and how you can do your part in becoming more sustainable with your clothing. Um, so a couple of a, re, a couple of ways I, I talked about were researching a brand and kind of checking and looking what, what you're buying. If you've got a favorite brand, put it into the Google search. See if it is sustainable. You know, that may affect your decisions or it may not. It's obviously your choice. But I think... Um, people need to become more aware of what it is and how we can help and you know things more than not just what is this made of it goes deeper it's all about where is it made how is it made Um, think about this labor and women's rights because most primarily garment workers are primarily women so think about that is this where is this made is this made in a country where there's you know child labor laws is this made in a country where there are women's rights or not um, so think about things like that. Um, I know for, I shop a lot of brands, a lot of different things, but I do have favorites where I spend most of my money. Stella McCartney is one of them, and I know that she's all about vegan and sustainability. <coughs> so I know that's for sure. A couple of other brands that are uh, advertise this and talk about this either on their websites or um, somewhere in their in their brand. Or Levi's is one. 
Um, a company called Alternative Apparel, it's a lot of casual wear, is another. Uh, H&M Conscious. So H&M has another line. They started a few years ago. It's called H&M Conscious. It is, um, it's in their stores as well as online. In their stores, it's usually separated. You can kind of see there's usually signs that will say H&M Conscious. Eileen Fisher is a really, really big one. Um, Everlane is a great one, a newer brand that I think my friend Simone and I were talking about a few shows ago. Um, a great brand, really transparent, um, affordable, great pieces, and they are absolutely sustainable. Uh, talking about sustainable fashion, they're definitely conscious of that. Um, and at a great price point, and then a little bit higher price point would be something like Eileen Fisher. That's a little bit, um, a little higher, a little bit. It's a specific look, so I get if it's not, it's not your style. It's a little bit. Um, more of a mature woman, but really great pieces made really well. And um, uh, another company is called, uh, there's a, a website called Thread Up. This is sort of recycled new, quote unquote, new clothing. So um, I think it's kind of like upcycling, um, which is also something I talked about, by the way, on in my blog post about when I'm talking about this. Um, that's another way you can do. I said shopping uh, online, uh, shopping vintage and shopping secondhand. Here's another way. You could sort of learn how to, how to kind of mend your clothing, like small pieces, like sewing a button on or maybe a hem, things like that. Um, and then instead of getting rid of things or you could upcycle it. So if you, okay, I don't know, <clears throat> I don't know how to do things like that, but I do know places that, <clears throat> excuse me, where you can take it. So maybe you've got a coat that's long and sort of outdated and maybe you don't like the cut. You could take it somewhere. You can, again, you can, this is all available online. You can look, you can Google, Google search this. There could be someone that could cut it for you, maybe change out the sleeves, change out the buttons, maybe put in a different lining, and now it's upcycled. So that's upcycling a garment, and you basically have a new garment. So again, it's just kind of resur- resurfacing. I personally have been shopping my closet a lot more lately. I think part of it is this time of year. Um, I don't. I was just saying to you, Bob, earlier when we were off the air. I like to hibernate this time of year. Um, I really like to leave my house if I'm getting on a plane and going somewhere warm, and that's it. <laughs> and unfortunately, I can't do that every day or every week. So. Um, Oftentimes, I will opt to stay home and stay in unless, you know, I'm working, of course. Um, And I'll just rework my closet or I'll try and pull different looks together. Uh, But I've been doing that a lot lately. So reshopping my closet, circulating stuff, because I also noticed, you know, the old uh, general rule of thumb is you wear 80 percent, you wear 20 percent of your wardrobe 80 percent of the time. And you only wear what you see. It's true. I'm guilty of it as well. I know there are a lot more, whatever, jackets in my closet. And what I see, I probably see, I can see most of them, but I look at every day probably four of them are right there in front and center. You know, and the rest of them are behind something. So do I wear the ones in the back? No, I know they're there, but if they're not in my face, you know, so, so think about that, you know, moving stuff around. I like to do that once in a while just to change it up and all right, maybe I'll wear this. There's other times where I'll take something out and actually hang it on the garment. I have a little valet valet in, in my closet. So a little pole that pulls out and I'll hang something there until I wear it. 
There's times where I'll do that because otherwise I won't wear it. So, for example, there's a blazer I have. It's got a fur collar and faux fur, faux fur collar, faux fur cuffs. Clearly a winter blazer. If I don't pull that out, and and I've had it for years, and it's beautiful. It's actually, I got it at a sample sale, and it was right. It was runway. So this is not something that was mass produced. Uh, I got it, got it at a great price. I refuse to let go of it because it is so good, but I never wear it. So because it's behind, it's black. So it's behind 17 other black jackets that I have. So I'll pull it out and hang it, and I will leave it there. So every day I see it until I wear it. I mean, I have to do that. So, um, you know, I encourage you to do that, to shop your closet, go through. It's a great time of year to kind of go through, even if it's just a dresser, even if you just go through dresser drawers and see what you can donate, see what you can sell um, and kind of, you know, all it's all part of it. We can all do our part in uh, this little thing called eco fashion. So, um, Bob, do you ever donate? Not often enough. Not often enough. Oh, I have. Too much stuff that I really should do that with. Yeah. So you're probably like most people that you have plenty of stuff that you could get rid of. You just have it. And plenty of stuff that you probably don't wear. Do you wear everything? No. Yeah. I don't know whether 80% is even – 20%, I should say. (laughs) It's probably 15% of the stuff I wear 80% of the time. Okay. All right. Fair. Yeah. Most people just need to actually do it. Yeah. Go through. Yeah. Yeah. I do. And would you donate? Would you consign? Would you? What would you do? What's easiest for you? I guess that's probably what you would do. Um, I probably would donate it. Yeah. yeah. It's easiest to kind yeah. of do that. I feel like you can no, just drop None off. of my stuff is expensive. It's just, you know, T-shirt after T-shirt after T-shirt kind right. of thing right. that I just, I'll never wear. Yeah. Although I'll have to say I'm very much impressed with the whole world. There's a whole world out there of resale that's reselling like, just what you said, you know, it's not expensive stuff. It's just, and I'm like, I, I'm not sure how this works. I don't know if people are really buying this stuff or not. Hmm. I'm talking. So there's a, a an app called Poshmark. It's great. There's everything on there you can find from new to used, from high end to low end. What I find odd is like, you know, people will sell Lululemon leggings for ten dollars or something. And I, I'm like, oh, I don't know about that. You know, <laughs> we're talking about leggings, so, yeah. you know, and and or T-shirts or stuff that's really used. So that I don't know about. I'm not sure. I, I, I guess there's a market because I see it all the time. I just don't know if you really. W- I mean, certain things I really think should just be donated. Yeah. <laughs> you know. Um, anyway, having said that, I personally like the things that are on there that are, you know, I like the phrase new with tags. I love this. And mm. uh, yeah, so it's basically someone got something as a gift. They decided they don't want it and they're selling it. Yeah. Love that. Mm. And you get it and it's brand new and it happens to be something that you want. So especially if it's a designer bag, like something I just purchased. <laughs> um, no, you can really find if you're patient, you can really find great deals. So all different ways to be sustainable and to kind of work towards the greater good. Um, and we'll talk more about this as the weeks goes on. I've got some other ideas that I wanted to share with, with uh, listeners. And I will be writing more and more about this here and there. I'm going to give some tips on my blog. Again, that's wardrobeenvy.com. So be sure and check that out. I post about once every three weeks. I don't post a whole lot. But when I do, I like to give good tips. So be sure to check that out. In the meantime, I will see you next week for more Fashion Friday on 1490 WGCH.
1490 and FM 105.5 WGCH Greenwich. Jetliner Investigation, U.S. New Roll. I'm John Trout. The National Transportation Safety Board has accepted an invitation from Iran to take part in its investigation into the crash of that Ukrainian jetliner in Tehran, killing all aboard. Iran denies a missile was to blame. Ukraine President Zelensky says information provided by the U.S. will help investigate the crash. Secretary of State Mike Pompeo is quoted as saying the U.S. stands with Ukraine and is ready to offer support. In a tweet, Secretary of State Mike Pompeo says he spoke with Ukraine's Volodymyr Zelensky regarding the plane crash near Tehran early morning Wednesday. The tweet does not mention widespread theories the plane was shot down, possibly by accident, in the hours after Iran had fired missiles at U.S. targets in Iraq. Pompeo writes, we stand with Ukraine and are ready to offer our support and assistance in the ongoing investigation. There's Bob Costantini at the White House where Secretary Pompeo and Treasury Secretary Steve Mnuchin will be part of a White House press briefing later this morning, presumably providing new